Welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. The story of the Bible is a story of redemption and restoration. It is one book with one theme, and that theme of redemption and restoration stands out all through its pages. Nowhere is it better demonstrated than in the account of Noah and the worldwide flood. And let me just take a second to say that this account is a literal historical account. I genuinely believe that it truly happened, and I genuinely believe that it was a worldwide, a cataclysmic event uh, that changed everything. Well, in a mere 1,056 years, and I know 1,056 years is a long time, but in terms of human history, it's uh, not quite that long. But in just a mere 1,056 years, uh, after the creation of Adam, Adam and Eve, Noah was born. And by the way, he was born just 126 years after Adam's death, a very few years after his son Seth's death, and uh, he overlapped Adam's grandson Enosh. So that's something to be thinking about there. It's very, very uh, interesting to me. By the time uh, Noah lived, we see the conditions on earth. Listen to what Genesis chapter 6, verses 1 to 5 say. Now it came about when men began to multiply on the face of the land, and daughters were born to them, that the sons of God saw that the daughters of men were beautiful. Now let me just stop for a second and say that many scholars believe that this term, sons of God, there is referring to angels, literally fallen angels, perhaps that in some way inhabited the bodies of physical of physical men. And, and that, that sounds like a, a good way of looking at that. And so these uh, fallen angels saw that the daughters of men were beautiful and they took wives for themselves, whomever they chose. And so we have some bad stuff going on here already. And then the, verse 3 says, Then the Lord said, My spirit shall not strive with man forever." Because he also is flesh. Nevertheless, his days will be 120 years. I want you to remember that. We'll come back to it. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days. And also afterward, when the sons of God came into the daughters of men, they bore children to them. Those were the mighty men who were of old, men of renown. So some strange things were going on. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great on the earth and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Sounds to me like things were getting really bad there only uh, just a little over a thousand years after the creation of Adam and Eve. Things uh, had gone from bad to worse. Because of the long lifespans, uh, uh, up, up to somewhere around 900 plus years in some cases, and, and there's an explanation for that too, and I happen to believe that that's what it was, 900 and some literal years people were living in, in those days. Um, and, and I might just mention that uh, 
there was uh, most likely some kind of a vapor canopy that that surrounded and encircled the earth and it blocked out the harmful radiation of, of the sun's rays, plus uh, the consequences of sin, even though they were growing, disease and, and, and so on, still yet had not reached uh, its, its, uh, where it is today. And so people were living longer lives. But because of those long lifespans, and because the Scripture says in, in chapter 6, verse 1, that men were multiplying on the face of the earth, uh, there were likely millions of people by that time populating the earth. Millions. And they were, according to the scriptures, all evil. Listen again to these verses. Verse 5 again. The Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great on the earth and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart were only evil continually. Wow. Verses 11 and 12 say, Now the earth was corrupt in the sight of God, and the earth was filled with violence. God looked on the earth, and behold, it was corrupt for all flesh. All flesh had corrupted their way upon the earth. So things in just over a thousand years had gotten very, very bad from that moment of perfection in the Garden of Eden when God created Adam and Eve, created them perfect, and um, they had that relationship with God, but then they sinned, and that sin, that disobedience brought separation from God, brought sin into the picture, and uh, every person born after that was born into sin and did sin. And the scriptures are clear. Now we have people on the earth, maybe millions of them, that are all evil. Now what is God's response to all of that? Uh, chapter 6, verses 6 uh, and 7 and verse 13. Verses 6 and 7 say this, The Lord was sorry that He made man on earth, and He was grieved in His heart. The Lord said, I will blot out man whom I have created from the face of the land, from man to animals to creeping things and to birds of the sky, <clears throat> for I am sorry that I have made them. Verse 13, Then God said to Noah, The end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence because of them. And behold, I am about to destroy them with the earth. God said, in my righteousness, I cannot tolerate this evil, and there is nothing but evil, and everybody on the face of the earth is evil, and, and the intents of their heart is evil, and it's evil continually, and there's violence everywhere. Does this kind of sound familiar today? Uh, there is a lot of violence. There's evil everywhere. And we experience evil in, in, in men's sinful actions. We experience evil in, in things like uh, plagues and pestilence and pandemics and so on. And, and God said, I've had enough. I'm going to destroy these people and the, and, and the earth. But I'm glad that's not the end of the story because <laughs> in verse 8, in verse 8, there is that word, but... But, hold on, wait just a minute. But Noah, Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. Verse 9 says, uh, These are the records of the generation of Noah. Noah was a righteous man, blameless in his time. Noah walked with God. Noah was a righteous man, blameless in his time. Noah walked with God. And then it goes on to say that Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. 
And so, uh, God looked down and he saw nothing but evil, but he saw Noah. Noah, who was a man of integrity. Noah, who was uh, a righteous man. Noah, who walked with God. And so, that changed things. And so, God, uh, in his mercy... Uh, reached down and and uh, and did what only God can do in His mercy. He made a way. Hebrews chapter eleven verse six says this: By faith Noah, being warned by God about things not yet seen. Can you imagine that? It had never rained. It had never rained. This was a stable environment. Uh, from all that we can tell, uh, there wasn't the, the violent weather and all of the things that we experience today. Uh, because that canopy hadn't broken. And, and, and uh, here is uh, God saying, there's, it's, just, it's going to rain, and you're going to have to build a big old boat, an ark. And being warned by God about things not yet seen, in reverence prepared an ark for the salvation of his household, by which he condemned the world, and became an heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. Faith. God-given faith. He responded in faith to Almighty God. And he was, it was credited to him as righteousness. Noah was a righteous man. And so God had him build an ark, which took 120 years. Remember I said, uh, we're coming back to this in verse 3. It says, nevertheless, his days shall be 120 years. What God was saying there is for 120 years, Noah's going to be building this ark, and he's going to be preaching because the Word of God says in 2 Peter 2.5, God did not spare the ancient world, but preserved Noah, a preacher of righteousness with seven others, when he brought the flood on the world of the ungodly. But God didn't do it right away. He gave them 120 years to see a boat being built before them, which they made fun of and ignored. And uh, to hear the preaching, the warning of, of Noah there, They heard it. They saw it. They didn't pay any attention to it because the Scriptures say in Luke chapter 17, and just as it happened in the days of Noah, so it will also be in the days of the Son of Man. Remember that. They were eating. They were drinking. They were marrying. They were giving in marriage until the day Noah entered the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. Now, what does that mean? Eating, drinking, giving in marriage. Well, what it means is they were going about life. They were all caught up in the affairs of life, the eating, the drinking, the giving in marriage, just going along, living life, ignoring God's warnings. They were so caught up in the day-to-day things and they, in their own evil and their own d- drives and desires and, and living their life uh, like they were going to live there forever, ignoring God's gracious warnings, ignoring it, And then the flood came and destroyed them all. And here's the thing. God said, just like it was in the days of Noah, so it will be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. We're living in the last days. We have been ever since Pentecost. We're living in the last days. And and Jesus is coming back. The parousia, the coming of Christ, the second coming. He is coming back. And it says, just like it was in the days of Noah, they're eating, drinking, and giving in marriage. They're just living life, ignoring the warnings of God. You know, we have recently been through this uh, coronavirus, this COVID-19 pandemic with the lockdown. 
and and uh, the stay-at-home orders and so on, social distancing, and God has um, uh, willed this to happen. God has allowed this to happen. I don't care what you think or believe. I know what the Word of God teaches about God. Nothing happens that doesn't that catches Him by surprise. Nothing happens that doesn't get past Him first. And God doesn't create evil, but God permits it, and He will use it in a merciful way. And that's exactly what's happening. As people are eating and drinking and going about their lives, God has pushed the pause button on us and said, Wait! It's not 120 years. There's not an ark being built because He promised there'd be no more flood that would destroy the earth. But He's paused us and He said, As you're going about life, listen up. Stop and think. You're going to die like these people are dying and many more other than the COVID-19. There are a lot of people that are dying outside of COVID-19 and will be when this pandemic's over because we all die. Is it appointed unto man wants to die after this, the judgment? And God is saying, before you die, now I'm giving you the opportunity to repent and turn to me and believe and trust in me because life here is short. 900 years of life was short compared to eternity. We're not living 900 years. We're, we, we, most of us don't live 90 years, 10% of that. But we do live forever somewhere, either in the presence of God, in joyful bliss forever, or apart from the presence of God, in judgment and condemnation forever. And the way to escape it is to turn from your sin and trust Jesus Christ and allow Him to forgive and allow Him to be the Lord and Master of your life and follow Him. Be converted. And you too will be prepared for the coming judgment. It won't be a flood that will destroy. It will be fire that will destroy the earth. And we'll all stand before God in judgment. And those that have not trusted Christ will be eternally separated from God. This is your warning. This is your opportunity from a gracious God to turn. And I invite you to do that today. Well, until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.